0: Let us say hello to Energized Cho, who I oh uh... the lads. You know these guys.
1: Oh my god, do I know these lads? They have a great podcast. They come from Ireland. They speak to all the upcoming prospects in Irish MMA. Oh, these lads are right. the shit. I love them. Okay, right.
0: let's see what they got.
1: Energized Show, up the Irish.
0: Okay, what's
2: going on, guys, and welcome to a brand new episode of Energized. Ross, introduce the guests,
0: Matt. Today we have I'maf. Team Ireland's head coach and head coach of Team Rhino, Mr. Andy Ryan. And we also have IMF gold medalist, Ryan Kyo. Lads, how are we doing?
1: Good, yeah. Glad to be on.
3: Good, great.
2: Lads, welcome to the show. Uh, for gray, people yeah.
0: are unaware, the
2: Irish MMA team are going over to represent Ireland at the IMAF World Championships this January the 24th to the 29th. We've done two shows already with two guys and two girls, and today we have... One of the gold medalists, Ryan Kyo, and the head coach, Mr. Andrew Ryan. So, lads, thanks a minute for joining us. Roscoe, take
0: it away, bud. Uh, not long now um, before you make that flight over to Abu Dhabi. Andy, uh, obviously you've been to a few of these now. What have you learned from previous events that you're bringing into this one?
1: Um, well, w- what we wanted to bring in, we, we couldn't with the lockdown, but we've learned a lot from the last few events. And Ryan will tell you that the level is off the charts you know it's growing all every time um, most events we can get two entries in we can only get one in the odds in certain ways we get a second person in just shows you how many people are competing this time it's probably going to be the biggest and toughest worlds and um, for me we don't have the preparation that we had for the ones before where we did a lot of squad sessions and we had a lot of sparring together and stuff but listen hopefully they've done that in their own gyms and uh, we can see how we go from there
0: and Andy, with this one, um, obviously, like you said, you couldn't get the cross training. You were no. l- looking to get in. But in terms of other nations, how many other nations
1: are competing in this? Oh, I haven't got a clue with a full number, but I know it's packed. I know it's, it's probably the biggest one. Yeah, so I know there's like forward, 32
3: people in my division. I know yeah, that at least twenty two.
1: Every way, Catelyn, really, there's 32 people in them. You know, and some countries, have two bodies in and some don't. But I think it's the biggest one so far. That's the way it's looking anyway. Mm-hmm. And obviously,
0: this is probably the most talented team we've had, Andy. How tough yeah. was squad selection?
1: Yeah, so realistically, this, this, is the, this is the team that was selected for last year's World Championships. So a lot of people were a bit confused on that. They were, can we do the trials for the Worlds? Now, this is the Worlds that didn't happen in December. So this team yeah. had been picked over squad sessions we ran through the year and then results. So um, Ryan had a gold medal, so he wasn't going to lose his spot. But he didn't have all the squads, and so he was selected number one anyway. Um, but he's moving from junior to senior now, Ryan. Yeah, this one.
3: Yeah, them senior now, over twenty-one. Senior
1: ones. now, yeah. So like he 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 was a gold medal, so he was the number one selection for that. Um like Max Lally, um he was the same. He's coming from cadets, and uh, we put him into, We put him into the junior, junior twenty ones. But yeah, listen, the selection is hard. Um there's a lot of athletes out there that should be fighting for the spots that aren't at the moment. But hopefully that will change next year.
0: Absolutely. Yeah. And, Ryan, how do you feel about uh, having another go at the IMAF stepping up uh, an age category now? Uh, do you feel like there'll be a bit of a target on your back, you know, when you get there, people <coughs> know you've won gold medal before?
3: Probably. I don't really give a shit, to be honest. I'm just going to go over and do the exact same thing that I've doing in Prague. So I'm going to go there, focus on myself, focus on my team, try just eat well, watch me weigh. Don't overdo it. Like, the main thing is when you win your first fight, like, you haven't won anything yet, you know what I mean? You're going to have four or five more fights. So, like, you, you, what you need to do is you fight, go back, get changed, go back to the hotel, rest for the next day, for the next couple of days. That was a big mistake I made the first time I ever went over in 2019. I hadn't even had a fight. I hadn't even, hadn't even fought amateur before. So, I went over when won my first fight. So like, like, I was like, oh, deadly. I was buzzing with myself. And I kind of, like, let me guard down then for the rest of the fights, you know what I mean? Um, this, you just going to stay focused until, until you get the gold medal Until you get your hand raised in the final
0: And then obviously you run as a, as a competitor Will that change your fighting style? Will you try and be more conservative in, in the first fight? or will Not you fight really, no. No, no Because
3: like, at the end of the day You're only having one three minute fight For the day, you know what I mean? Like Every day in the gym you're doing like rounds on rounds So realistically it's not that much on your body if, once, you, once you put your head to it and you put your mind to it, you're just, you're gonna go through it no matter what. Like I you know in the semi-finals, no one knows this boy. Actually, I had the shits going into that fight. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that morning. Like, I don't know. It could have been the food I was in or something. Something was off. Yeah, you were
1: cutting, you're, you're cutting weight every every watching your weight every yeah. day as well. It catches up. That's yeah, what people think. Yeah. People don't realise what Ryan had to do to get that medal. It wasn't just torn up and have you know one tr- one you know three three minute rounds on the fourth day. He to make weight and do a medical every morning of that event. So you, you can't switch up and go on holiday mode. And I think actually Ryan's actually styled suits the, the IMF. So you know it's not, he's very, um, you know, focused on what he does and has a game plan. He doesn't go in like a headless chicken or, or swing over bombs. And you'll see that with a lot of the advanced guys. They don't go in and have wars. They're tactical. They have a plan. They win round by round because you know it's a long week. You go in there and have a barn burner and knock the head out of each other. You might, you, you might win the fight but you might fail your medical the next morning. And that, that's part and parcel of it. So I actually think mm-hmm. Ryan has a, has a good game plan for this, this type of fight.
3: And, and if you take it slowly and you try to win round by round, eventually that finish is going to come.
0: Yeah. Yeah, exactly.
2: uh, Andy, Andy you, you've obviously been the head coach for a while now with the IMA team and like yep. th- there's obviously going to be a few people tuning in now g- like who are going over as part of Team Ireland for the people who are listening on Spotify uh, the, the names are going across the bottom of the screen now on YouTube, so make sure to check that out but Andy, what, what do you have to say for sort of, the people going over competing for Team Ireland? It maybe it's their first time Like, what, what's sort of something that they really need to know uh, in preparation for heading over to Abu Dhabi?
1: Yeah, the big thing for me is to me is be confident in your abilities. Be confident in yourself because fellas come over, it's, it's a real Irish cliche, you know, come over there and you get drawn against someone from, you know, Russia or you get drawn against Brazil, you know, shit, you know, I'm going to get beaten here. No, hang on a minute. You know, we're we, we world champions on the team. You know, we've, we've, we've won medals at every event. We're in the top, I mean, the top five, I think, countries in the world. Top five you know, at least, yeah. yeah. So, so, it's a big thing. But, you have to be part of the team. You know? Don't be over there and trying to do it all on your own. There's a, there's a team around you, and, and make sure you're part of that team. It's hard if you want to be you know, superstar on your own or someone that sits, you know, doesn't want to be part of the team. Be part of the team, it makes things easier. Guys to cut weight with, go weigh in with, chill out after the fights, and be there to support your teammates because they need your support as well. So it works both ways. Be a team player. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
2: And- Ross, that's exactly why we love supporting Team Irish MMA,
0: especially yeah absolutely uh, obviously Andy you're bringing over a quite large coaching team you know uh, various coaches have you know various areas of, of expertise but how important is it from a mindset point of view to you know find out what fighter needs what on the day of their competition
1: yeah so so the way there's a big coaching squad going because most fighters are bringing their own coaches with them so that's how we sort to allow it so what happened before was a lot of coaches didn't bother traveling and um it was a lot of work for myself, Liam, and Dina, so it was a bit crazy. So, like, the the, the national squad coaching co- squad for the, for the seniors is myself, um, Liam, Danny Carr, and uh, Paddy and We're the sort of the national coaching squad, but fighters coming over, bring their own coaches, no problem, but they have to be part of the team there for the week. So, we'll say to a coach, okay, you're coming over here, you know, safe for, for me. Nadine Abbott's our visit, is coming over, so... You know, and your whole coach, yeah, okay, but you got to be there to help out everyone for the week. Don't just come up, your fighter gets beaten, or wins the fourth day, and piss off the holiday. That's not how it works. You're there for the week. You're part of the of the team. You're there to help everybody out.
0: Exactly. Yeah, um, and that's what you want. You want that. You want you want that team team environment. You know what I mean? And you yeah. want to help each other grow and learn. And um, one thing that has happened time and time again uh, has been two Irish athletes meeting each other in the final. What is that like? Obviously, there's great pride probably for yourself to it's be great, isn't from it? Ireland, but there's also that issue of, you know, you know, where do you fall in line of coaching, Andy, uh, when just say neither fighter was your own and then also what way is that sort of structure for the day of the final?
1: Yeah, so, so there, there is no problems. We've had that before. So usually what we do is if their own club coaches are with them, we'll ask them then to, you know, get someone to give be a second like, and give a hand in the corner. Wherever you're most comfortable with. If it's me, I, I, I don't care who wins. We, w- once we get that result and both fighters are happy, and it's a fair fight. you know, The best person's going to come out on top. So it doesn't matter who, whose corner you're in. And as well as that, it's, it, this is the thing that I, I say to you all the time. It's not like an MMA fight on a Saturday night. You're going to Cage Legacy, you're going to Cage Conflict, Clan Wars, or one of these. It's an event. You, it's, it's totally different than that Saturday night show. You're having breakfast with the guys you're fighting. Never mind your own country, from guys from another country. You're on the warm-up. You're sitting on the bus beside them going to the, the venue. You're in the warm-up area together. There's no separate changing rooms or there's no... It's a big man area. Everyone warms up together. you do pads and stretching beside the guy you're fighting with. You're standing beside them walking out in the waiting area to come out and fight. And the fight... There's no fancy music. When the fight's over, you're back in the changing room. You're fighting another guy who was in that room the next day. So it's not... It's, it's more competition. It's like going to a jiu-jitsu event. It's very, It's very for me, it's brilliant. It, it's that competitive vibe there, you know, so it takes away that. Yeah, it really throws you in there, like. Yeah.
0: Does it sound a bit more like a, almost a US collegiate wrestling meet? Is that what it's probably close to? It's
1: like going to any martial arts event. So you come yeah. from a judo background or karate, keep, that's the way events happen, you know. Like, we don't go to a separate change room and, you know, don't look, give each other the dirty looks. You know, yeah, well, you, you're on the mat warming up together, you know. We've been sitting on the bus with guys that we've been fighting on the way to the venue, warm up beside them, you know, um, and then you get in and you're fighting, that's the end of it.
2: Okay, so Ryan, obviously you won gold last time you represented mm-hmm. Ireland, like, a- after you won the gold, how did that feel, and like, what's it feel like to win gold for Ireland?
3: It felt like, it felt pretty normal, to be honest, because in my head, I had already won it, you know what I mean? Like, for, since, it, since I was like, since I started MMA training, since I started competing in Jiu-Jitsu and everything, I'd seen all the older lads going over and fighting in the IMFs, like, it wasn't as advanced as it was now, but it was still like the the most prestigious thing you could do, at amateur. So, like, when I was seeing, like, people say in school, for instance, like, uh, my mates are like, oh, I can't wait to finish school, or whatever, go to college, get a degree. I was like, oh, I can't wait to finish school, I'll go to the IMAPS so and I'm win a world gold medal, you know. Th- you know what I mean? So I, so, I was building up from such a long time, and when it happened, I was like, right, oh, yeah, it like, wasn't too much of a shock to me around, you know what I mean? Was, I was this, like, this is what was though, meant to- oh, 100%. on the podium with it's the a Irish flag wrapped big around? Big milestone, America's yeah. Goals. 100% Because like, there's not that many people That can say that they Won gold medal For Ireland Especially in mixed martial arts Because it's so young and It's grown
0: And I suppose it's the only Actual opportunity To represent Ireland In mixed martial arts You know what I mean Like when you go all yeah, off yeah. And you fight in Bellator Or You, see, you can walk to the um, Ring or the cage With an Irish flag But you're technically Just representing yourself And maybe your gym I suppose yeah, it's yeah. the only chance You get to actually Represent Yeah you're your there country. With
3: the team Ireland You're there for your mm. team uh, it's like that, the Ryan, Olympics, it's like it's the next best thing to the Olympics. Yeah, it
0: I look at it the Olympics of uh, yeah, it, it basically is because there's nothing after that. And Ryan, with this, would you be the first ever Irish person to win back-to-back gold medals? I'm pretty sure. Yeah, I don't think anyone's done that before, Andy,
1: especially you start two, two world athlete? gold medals. Is that right? Well, the, 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 Ryan's is a World Cup medal. It wasn't a World Championships. Yeah, so yeah. This, this is a World gold medal. Championships. So yeah. it's the they have you have the whole idea is that they're going to have like um, a world championships, a world team championships, and then they'll have international events. But they call the world cups. They're yeah. that from like wrestling and judo stuff like that. So it'll be like the say we have an Irish one. It'd be the Irish World Cup or the, you know it's it's just a, a competition. So it it'd be a, um i I'm not too sure if anyone else has won two medals back to back. I know that um, Alex O'Sullivan, I think has won the most medals as in he think he you took a bronze and silver nearly every event he went to. Um, but, um, Nadine has a couple of medals as well, but not golds. Uh, and then um, Sean O'Bannon has a gold and a silver. But um, I, think, you know, I, think, I think Ryan is in for a good show here. This is going to be a step up now because it's mm-hmm. going to go into the adults. Plus, there's going to be more countries here. You know, Some of the big hitters went right there for some of the World Cups and with, and with the COVID stuff. But we'll see now. That's why I think um, I would have really liked the whole squad to be together a little bit more. Um, as Roy will tell you that when you go over, like it's no longer you know, 10 fellas torn off from a country. just you know, Some of the countries here, the Kazakhs and the, the Bahrain, the Russians, you know, the doctors with them, physios with them, I think there's 65, 70 people on each team. You know, it's crazy. So, and they're, um,
0: and they're, they're also funded as well by the government, a lot of them as well. So yeah, some of the amazing. countries are.
1: Yeah, I, know, I know I was talking to the Bulgarians before, and all the guys that were on the team were on a wage. They were on an allowance to train. And they are friends all the time, yeah. I think uh, someone was saying that the Bahrainians um, and some of the Russians, when they win, when they're they getting 25,000. Mm-hmm. We got a
0: gold medal, something like that. Yeah, well, if you look at uh, probably the most famous IMF I'm athlete of all time, probably Mohammed Makayev, you know I mean? I feel like he stayed amateur so long and was so well known in the scene. He was definitely making some form of money off it. And I suppose he is someone who's now, what, 6-0 in the UFC. Yeah, I, t- I, t- I think he for. was
1: he was backed by the Prince, wasn't he? He was a K-HK yeah. I think so, yeah, yeah. I think Ger Harris would have beat him if he had a fight. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Well,
0: well, who knows? Ger, I think, is making his pro debut in March yeah, this year. Yeah, I
1: think would have been a tough fight for him, yeah.
0: Definitely. Ger could have beaten him. I, I wouldn't be surprised to see them meet in the fu- future what's he called he never fought
1: Cena did he Machiaf he just fought no junior, no
0: 2019 was his last fight yeah he, he fought yeah.
1: he fought he never fought, he fought in the Cedar, uh, Rio
3: Yamaguchi not. yeah yeah uh, junior
1: yeah
0: yeah, yeah it, it, it was a bit of a funny one uh, sometimes at the i Master him because obviously you're randomly drawn and like you'll see him and he's like 19 hours as an amateur and he'll fight a fella who's making his amateur debut yeah, <laughs> and you're like jesus like that's that's rough but uh, at the end of the day it's just how it is yeah? it, it is how it is and that's that's the way well the there's
1: is very the, the, there's very few of that now you know because most guys are, are, mm. are coming from you know a good background in sport or good amateur records mm. and um, a big team that stood out for me at the World Cup that we were at was a Spanish team. They had a small team there. I think they had seven fighters. They had six in, in, in the medals. I think five in the finals. But they were That's really right. good. But they all had like 20 to 30 MMA fights. They were fighting constantly. But I was watching how they were doing the fights. They weren't... They, it was just a three three-minute three rounds in the cage. It wasn't a big deal. To them. They were getting in and fighting. and going corner each other, warming each other up, going around the flip-flops. They weren't making a big deal of it, but they were... I was talking to one of two. The one was a very experienced judo player, and, and I watched these fights. He went out, took people down, held them on the ground for a couple of seconds, threw him a couple of shots, got back to his seat, and done the same thing for three rounds. I don't think he's submitting someone or, or, or um, knocked someone out in the whole event, but just stuck to that game plan, took away a gold medal, you know?
0: Yeah, absolutely. And do you think this is the most talented team we've ever had? And do you expect potentially the largest medal hall Ireland's ever had?
1: Um, Two things. I, I don't think the medal hall is going to be as big as we've had some other years because of our preparation and, act, and the training and calving and shit like that. So a lot of fellas have been either sick or injured. I think some of the experienced guys, um, I think the likes of, uh, you know, some of the gar- I think the girls we were shouting medal, Ryan, um, I think Max Lally. Uh, you know Taylor Quinn. There's a few guys that have the experience, but we ha- they are not as experienced as some of the teams we had. Like when we had Lee Hammond and, and, and we had uh, um, Jer Harris and a few other guys there before. It was it was it was experienced. I think this team is a bit is a bit of a mix and match. To be honest with you, I think a lot of them haven't haven't seen this level of competition. Um, but it depends on the draw. It depends how you feel as well. I think the experienced guys, if they can start off to a win away, we're laughing. They need to show the newer guys on the team this is how it's done, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I suppose uh,
0: it all comes down to the day, like you said. You know what I mean? Like Ryan said, you could be up against someone and they might be technically better than you, but they might have the shits on the day and they might not feel <laughs> great when they get in yeah, there. I,
3: pu- I pushed through anyway, literally. <laughs>
0: <laughs> God not allowed you before you stepped in. yeah,
3: yeah. yeah.
2: Yeah, just looking at the squad now, there's a lot of names on it that like, we're really looking forward to seeing. And, like, as, as it gets closer, we'll be promoting the event more and more. So, like, that's why people tune in now. Make sure to follow the lads on their social medias to follow the journey, hopefully straight to gold. Ryan, it'll be the second time picking up gold for But, Andy, how important is it for people to actually be part of this IMAD team in their future development to hopefully to go on to be other superstars?
1: Yeah, like, 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 people, I see some comments sometimes about, or oh, someone's always picked and why isn't A, B or C picked? The well, simple reason is you didn't do the trials or your, your club is not involved. Get involved. We need mm-hmm. everybody involved. We need more players. Like, like to think that it's, someone said, oh, it's all team right now, it's all SPG. They're winning spots, but they're from different gyms. You know, get onto the team. There's some great teams out there, some great fighters that should be on this. They don't realise how big eye mm-hmm. is. That's the problem. They, they just think it's an amateur event. We need them involved. The more, the more top athletes and top clubs we have involved, the more results, the more medals we get. Puts Ireland on the picture. Helps, you know, justify and sort of uh, acknowledge our sport in Ireland. So I think it's the way to go. And The more clubs, the more athletes sign up, the better. The better for everybody.
2: Yeah, and then, and then, Ryan, and then Ryan, you obviously won gold. Can you tell people what, like, how that spurred you on ever since you've won gold? Like, how has your uh, mindset in training changed?
3: <laughs> oh, it just shows you the levels that you're able to reach you know what I mean And like for example like look at Mohamed Mokayev. he won what two time gold he was a two time world champion and he went straight onto Brave you know what I mean it gives you the platform then for when you are turning professional so you don't have to start from the very bottom you already have a little bit of experience behind you a little bit of like clout behind you whatever you want to call it yeah. you know what I mean then to go and like he only had what 6-0 six, like, six and zero now and he's going straight to the UFC like that's because he had that following behind him and he built himself up through
2: the imax yeah I, I, myself and ross have noticed that it does really help in the, in the amateur scenes to build up a bit of an, uh, a following and then when you go into pro like you already have the people following yeah, you and, push the, mm-hmm. and the organizations will and, want you and what you've what already you think felt
3: like the level of the guys you know what i mean because one of the time we were out there there was a brave event on in between the day of the final there was like the semi-finals then there was a brave event and then the finals and like the level of the finals was actually better than the professional event that was on the day before.
1: Yeah, you know what really I mean? There, so it just yeah. goes
3: to show like, yeah. if you're fighting in the IMAPS, you're fighting the best all around the world.
0: Yeah. I suppose at certain stages, especially the finals in the IMAPS, like, you know, you're actually fighting for a championship. And sometimes mm-hmm. when you're fighting on a show, or like just a, a general show, you know what I, mean? <coughs> you know what I mean, it's not as much on the line. So when you do get to the very latter stages of competitions, it really shows that the people there, really, really want that. Um, and then speaking of sort of, you know, the finals and championships, obviously in February and um, the Nationals are coming up and it'll be the first time yeah. ever Ireland's had uh, national champions in each weight class. How excited are you for that? And how good is that going to be for the future of Irish MMA?
1: Yeah, very excited. We tried to do it last year and the year before with COVID, we were knocked on the head. We we'd actually, a couple of big, a big venue booked and we had cages and all ready to go and then it was knocked on the head. We were got a voice from Sports Council stuff, not to run it. So I'm really glad. And listen, you know, I can't be saying too much, but make sure you enter, make sure you get a place, and make sure you try and win that gold medal because there's a few big events coming up, and there's a very big one coming up very soon. And if you're the number one, it could be a, it could be a good, good year for you.
2: Yeah, for the people who want to check out the Irish Nationals, they're on from Friday the 18th of February to the 20th of February, and they're not to be yeah. missed. Yeah, yeah. we'll so definitely like, make an listen, appearance at them
1: yeah and listen there's loads of good <laughs> clubs there that still aren't affiliated get your, get your club affiliated and get your get your students signed up we need big strong teams that's what people people don't realise the more better fighters we have the better we're going to do you know
0: yeah exactly and if you want to call yourself the best in the country you have to be have to have your name in the hat yeah of course and, and Rowan will we see your name in the hat there for the Nationals
3: oh 100% when is registration actually is that still open is it it's open yeah yeah yeah, yeah. Right. Yeah. deadly. I Have to register for it first. So yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: Ross. I think Ross you should Ross we
2: should register as well, man. We mightn't get on, but like we, we should register.
1: You know, <laughs> <laughs> to be yeah. You guys, you guys need to go and see an IMAF event. Absolutely. I know, yeah, I know. <laughs> you need because yeah, that'd be brilliant. It, I'm trying to tell more press people about it and tell, and people don't understand until you go until you go to the hotel and it's three or four hundred athletes in the hotel and coaches and people from all over the world. You're mixing together, you know, and then you're you're on the bus and you're in the venue and you see the different fights going on. It's a totally different experience than any MMA event. Mm-hmm. You know, it no, needs to be experienced. It needs to be seen. Yeah,
0: I'd actually love to see two fights simultaneously going on, like cages that are side by side. I think it's, it's
3: well, Sometimes there's like four fights going yeah, on. Yeah, it's three more four than fights. four
1: fights. Could be more cages, yeah. Jesus, that, that's, really that's really crazy. Really but and they just rolled on, rolled on. Don't there's no, no waiting about. It's constant yeah, over the bam, day, bam. 60, 70 fights a day, yeah.
0: Yeah, you're, you're not getting Israel out of his hand and doing a dance before the walk eh? <laughs> No, no music get out mm-hmm. get,
1: in, you know,
0: get the phone on get out next
2: people in no that, like, that's a... it no I'm just like obviously myself and Ross want to go over to him like we're hardly just doing these shows because we just we, we just look like we love MMA we want to be like promoting it I'm going but obviously it's like Abu Dhabi and we're not making money but uh, who knows? Yeah. No one's gonna no
0: contribute to a GoFundMe for me for us to. No, to uh, there I know it's, it's you know yeah, I mean?
1: yeah, yeah we know, can't
2: it's, add, like that's the thing is we, like we can't ask for a GoFundMe for when the athletes are trying to get the money. I mean it's them first. And
1: say as you're saying that like like I've done every one of these events and, and you know what we got one sponsored for the, the the kids, but like it costs a fortune. And then I yeah, have coaches. Yeah. Then will come to me and say we want to be involved. Uh, you're gonna send me to the worlds? No, we can pay ourselves. I, I, mm. like I, this, this, like people don't realize sometimes. The coaches travel over to fighters, and, and you know, they're up in the morning, they're going to the weigh ins with them, they're paying their own way, they're paying for the hotel. All this, so we pay the same entries that the fighters pay. It's mm. crazy, you know. Oh, it's just, just crazy the
0: coaching to, fee to yeah. enter. But, that's, that's
1: insane. It's just because, and the, the fact that it's the, the, the same event.
3: price, yeah, is, is yeah. mental because just, just,
1: but it's the same in all big sports. I, I competed around the world with you, though, and it's the same, it's, it's that registration. and you know, someone's paying for them hotels and them venues and them cages. You know what I mean? So that's the, that's the problem.
2: Yeah. Well, hopefully more and more medals come back to Ireland, and then it's just there'll that, that, that be more. Yeah. Fun. More mm-hmm. eyes on it, and then that's yeah, that's the thing. I think like you listen at the beginning. We get
1: no money from anybody. You look at look at judo wrestling and stuff that around a long time. You don't get anything. You know, A couple uh, of individuals might get a couple of quid, or an association might get a small grant. You know, you're going. You, uh, you, go on. Not I going. was going to say,
0: that there, there are a few people who are still on standby. What would your advice be to them? Because it only takes one person to maybe, you know, get covered or someone to get injured to still make the team.
1: Yeah, um, if, if you're really ready and you're focused and you're coming over there to win, a, to win a medal, you're not going to holiday, yeah, be ready to go. Be ready to go. But listen, you know, this is, this is happening at the end of January. The Nationals are in February, so be ready anyway. Get, get in... Get in and secure your spot. Get that number one spot in February, you know, and then you're going to be you're going to you're going to you're not going to be sitting on the fence there waiting uh, all year to go away. You're going to have the number one choice.
0: I'm sorry, Andy. Just four nationals. Just just to clarify, how many um, spots are available in at each weight class? As many as enter. Okay, so it depends on entry. Yeah,
1: yeah. yeah. But realistically, like, um, if you're a, a total novice never fought before, you're not going to enter the nationals. before eh? fighting, rawing, forced fight. You know, that's what people are going to, you know. It's
0: really I'm a
1: wild well, down, dog, I, I, <laughs> you don't know I, me when I'm angry. Yeah, <laughs> I, I think as well down the road, we we, we should be maybe looking at the way the boxing goes, you know. Mm. Um, you know, novice intermediate, senior elite, that type of thing, you know. So, mm-hmm. you, you know, it's the, I think yeah, it's so the way it's, forward.
0: It's, it's a lot of people in Ireland are amateur mixed martial artists by title only, you know. what I mean, yeah, they train full time and. That's, that's their yeah. gig but uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, Baz yeah. anything else left to add in there
2: I was going to say like the, the, it's funny how it's only just January the New Year's just come and like there's like it's already about to blow up already with uh, the World Championships going down and then the Irish Nationals as well so uh, if you are going to be tuning in or you're interested in checking out make sure to check out the lads uh, coach underscore Andy Ryan underscore and Ryan underscore MMA because like the two lads are doing amazing things and it's just it's brilliant following the sport and then seeing these two lads like either like being the, the head coach of the Irish team and winning, winning golf around. It's just, uh, it's, it's great. It's absolutely great. So um, if you are new to the show, make sure to like, subscribe. And if you're on Spotify, make sure to hit the five star as well because we're going to be keeping you updated with the Irish IMA team as well. Uh, just before we wrap things up, Andy, is there anything you want to you tell any of the athletes flying over or coaches not to forget, bar, sun cream.
0: And their passport. Yeah.
1: And their <laughs> passport. Heart. heart. Don't forget heart. Mm-hmm. now listen everyone going over is on the ball and we some great coaches going um, to help out so you know a lot of these coaches have been there before uh, so they know the score you know and they know to help out with all that just, just, just be going over there with, a, with an open mind and be part of a team but you have that you know you're not going on holidays you're going over there for competition 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 competition. you're, you're spending all that money and travelling the other side of the world to win a medal you know to help you and help your sport you're not going to holidays you know and some people have that and, you know uh, what flip-flops will I bring with me this time and what's, what's done you'd be surprised so we want to, you know and behave yourself you're representing your country you know you're representing your flag you know we're under the spotlight and especially in, in, in Abu Dhabi there's you know, no messing about I think yeah, yeah, that yeah. we have we've seen you we've, seen you, we've seen some good guys going some girls going and a great coaching squad going and I'm actually looking forward to seeing how, how the ladies do the ladies are going to surprise people we some very very good a- athletes going over you know so, I, th- I think that's they're the ones to watch on this event.
2: Yeah. And, yeah, Brian, what about yourself? Do, what do you have to tell the, any, any of the athletes going over? Like, do, Just do stay to focused.
3: Yeah. Just the focus is the biggest thing over there because yeah, you're going to be walking around, you'll be seeing the people you're fighting. And, like, the, the main thing is, like, after your first fight, you haven't won anything yet. No, yeah. You know what I mean? You have to stay focused.
0: Yeah. Yeah. You, you, give, you can have a celebra- celebration after you win the gold medal. Yeah. Celebrate
1: when yeah. you get
3: home,
0: even. Like, you yeah. know
1: what
3: I mean? Mm-hmm
0: no that, yeah, it's that's not what, a
1: holiday that's that's the, yeah you, it's like, not we, we've had it before yeah, we've had it before where guys have won a couple of fights and got sunburned and they, you know walking around <laughs> in Rome, you know what I mean and then met failing medical the next morning I got sunstroke or heatstroke whatever so yeah not, taking not the right war and right fields yeah. everything like, yeah
0: because you have to make weight every day is that yeah so, uh, yeah team guys, Ireland stay on point. It right now <laughs> stay on point do it for team Ireland and uh, Andy, Ryan, thanks a million for joining us today. Really, really appreciate the time. Two absolute legends. Um, Again, I'll reiterate what Barry said. If you are watching this video, make sure to like, share, subscribe, hit the notification bell to see all Irish MMA content on The Energize Show. And as always, stay Stay energized. energized.
1: Energize Show, up the Irish. Been sussing you guys a couple of times. I've seen a couple of clips. I think you're doing... Some interviews with Dylan Moran and that, but I, I I saw. So keep going. Keep up the good work, guys.